And I, and I think that's probably carried on forward. You know, when I was sort of early 20s, I climbed quite a few mountains. I think you've climbed Kilimanjaro as well. Yeah. Doug, yeah. Yeah. I would say trek rather than trek. Climb. Yeah. If, yeah. You know, because it was that's like, true. I mean, it just goes up. But, yeah. You know, there was no climbing. But. No, no, that's true. You're not roped at any point. Hello, everybody. Today I am joined by Gary Freeman. Gaz, is that right? You use Gaz. Yeah, Gaz Gary. Yeah, either. Gaz Gary. Either. Excellent. Now, um, we were just talking a little bit beforehand. I've had Claire, his wife, quite a while back now, and um, she said, to, you know, she's quite impressed by this fella, which um, I, I guess what is why they stay married. But, you know, we were discussing the fact that we're just ordinary guys, but uh, I think. Gaz has come up with some extraordinary things that he's done over over the last couple of years, and it helps with goal setting. So, um, yeah, we, we, we're just going to have an ordinary chat to ordinary guys and um, see where it leads us. That but, sounds good. Yeah. So tell us about yourself. Yeah, so I'm, I'm age 44. I, I live in Cheltenham in England, and two two young children, six and three which uh, hopefully won't interrupt this call. <laughs> and yeah, I'm, by day, I'm, a, I'm an IT consultant, project manager, business analyst, a bit techie as well. But I guess outside of that, I'm, I'm kind of a bit of a fitness enthusiast on the side. And yeah, I think that's where kind of it leads into the, the kind of goal setting. I think I set, I do set a lot of goals in lots of areas, but I think um, probably some of the things that I do in terms of fitness are a bit more extraordinary to a lot of people. You're a believer that anybody can do this stuff, right? Yeah, definitely. I'm, I'm, I'm an ordinary person. You know, I, I don't think I'm, I'm any different to anyone else in certain ways. You know, I think, uh, I think we can all achieve what we want to achieve if we follow a series of steps. You know, I think it's, uh, it's just thinking about what you want to achieve and then and setting those goals and then putting something in action to, to make them happen. So, okay, yeah, so I definitely think that people can achieve a lot more. And there's, there's lots of things that I think that I've done that anyone can do. Yeah, okay, we're going to go into that in a little bit. And, uh, I think a few people might think, really? Really? <laughs> so I believe round about when you were, you know, early 20s, you started getting the measure of, of the things that you could do. Is that right? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I, I was thinking back, I've always kind of, I've always kind of been into sort of exercise and fitness from a young age, and I guess kind of being outdoors um, as well. Thinking back to when I was younger, I played a lot of football, some martial arts um, but I also used to go out running quite a lot with friends and we used to run around a, a country park which I guess was probably unusual for sort of 12 13 year olds you know and we'd be racing each other around um, you know and at times we'd be racing each other around with weights on and things like that which was probably quite quite unusual and I, I was by far means not the fastest I was probably middle of the pack but I was probably one of the hardest in terms of trying. Um, and I would say that certainly about some of the other sports that I've done, certainly in sort of football and martial arts, I probably sort of held my own through effort and action rather than through natural skill. Yeah, no, um, I like that, yeah. And, and I think that's probably carried on forward. You know, when I was sort of early 20s, I climbed quite a few mountains. I think you've climbed Kilimanjaro as well. Yeah, Doug? yeah. yeah. I would say trek rather than trek. climb. Yeah, if, yeah. You know, because it was that's like, true. I mean, it just goes up. But, yeah, you know, there was no physical climbing. But. No, no, that's true. You're not roped at any point. Um, no. But yeah, I did that, I think, when I was 21, 22. Um, I was always kind of out in sort of Snowdonia around that sort of age, climbing up, up the mountains there, or trekking, I guess, more than climbing. 
Um, although I have done a little bit of rock climbing as well. And then, you know, I've done lots of other kind of mountains as well. I've been up in sort of Morocco in the highest mountains there. I've climbed up Mount Kenya. Um, back probably 10 plus years ago, we went and climbed the highest in Europe, which is Mount Elbrus in Russia. Um, that was with my wife as well, that one. Okay. Um, so I've kind of always sort of mixed the two sort of goals, physical exercise, but also quite often being outside and doing stuff outdoors as well. And then probably just before, well, just before my son was born, um, he's six now, I did, a, I did a race called Marathon de Sables, which is becoming fairly well known. There's been a few documentaries on it, yeah. um, which is essentially six marathons in the, in the desert in six days or seven days. And that was probably a kind of big turning point in me realizing that, you know, if you set these goals and you kind of put a plan in action and then you know, you kind of take actions in that plan, then eventually these things become a reality because it had been something that I'd had on my list um, or in my head or on a list for probably five, six, seven years. And, yep. you know, eventually I did get there through through taking those kind of steps and then went on um, sort of a couple of years ago, three years ago now before my second son was, was born, I decided that I, uh, I'd done a really long race over multiple days, but I wanted to do a really long race over a single single period so i did 100 kilometers because it seemed like a a nice round number to do so i entered oh, a race yeah yeah. Just, yeah yeah just bash out 100 <laughs> in one go yeah i can i can manage five and really if i push it 10 at a weekend on occasion but yeah, yeah 100, 100 kilometers wow that's some going well done well and done. then and then from there, I guess kind of the, the natural number after that was 100 miles, which is kind of roughly about 160 kilometers. So, okay, so um, you've I, done that too, right? I did that last uh, last October, so October awesome. 2020. Excellent. And I probably set that goal. I mean, the goal had probably been there for two years. Um, well, I, I think I've got a bit of a sort of way of describing things along the goal sort of spectrum. I, I see that sometimes it's really not a goal, it's just a dream. Um, or an idea call it an idea or a dream so I had the idea that I was going to run uh, 100 miles probably a year before I set the goal so to me a goal is then you you've you've got this dream or this idea that you're going to do but then you set a deadline on it you know this is when it's going to happen so that for me is when it becomes a goal you say you're going to do this in this commitment it's a commitment a dated dated commitment yeah and I think then from there it kind of falls into a sort of plan you need a plan to get towards that goal and i think somewhere between the the goal and the plan is where the commitment comes in and i think key steps there are probably um making sure you've got some accountability so i I know with 100 miles something i did was that um i did tell people i was doing it i made sure people were aware um i posted stuff on social media to say that i was training for this this was going to happen so there was no really way of backing out um, you know, but I also made sure that a lot of those people were people that were going to support me rather than, than pull me back. Because I guess sometimes we're a bit guarded with our, with our goals and our dreams because we know that some people will perhaps be doubters or may, may say things that perhaps pull us back a little bit. And we don't want that now, probably because they care. It's not because they're, they're ne- necessarily always nasty people, you know, and they're trying yeah, to they're worried about you a little bit, you know? Yeah, well, yeah. Yeah. And there was definitely some of that with a hundred miles, you know, how are you going to mm-hmm. be? How's your heart going to be all this kind of stuff. And um, yeah. So I think from, from setting that, that goal. So I had a date, um, I picked a race, I signed up. That was another, I guess, level of commitment in setting the goal. Uh, and that was something called the autumn 100, um, which ran in October, just gone. Um, and then I put a plan together, I guess, in terms of what I needed to do to get there. So I guess probably at that time, I was probably only running maybe sort of 10 to 15 to 20 kilometers a week. Mm-hmm. But obviously, I'd run for quite quite 
quite a number of years uh, and people that know me when I say I'm doing these things, I was like, ah, it'd be easy for you. Um, And and the one thing I said at the time, I think it was just, just when I'd signed up, I said, yeah, okay. That's, that's kind of interesting. But at the moment I'm kind of running, you know, sort of distance wise, sort of five kilometers, which is sort of three miles, I guess. Yeah. And I'm going up to a hundred miles, you know, so it, it is quite a significant jump. Um, but I set that that plan in, and I started taking some action towards it. And obviously, the 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 kind of world changed a little bit last year with with kind of COVID and everything. And I guess my commitment did drop a little bit because I wasn't sure the race was going to go on. Um, so so I had a plan, and I probably wavered from that plan a little bit. And I recognised that probably about halfway through the year, and thought what am I going to do? Um, for me, I'm not one to sort of give up on something. So I thought, well, you know, we're going to have to adjust the plan and we're going to have to just keep going and, and see where we go. And I think with a goal, part of it is just, it's just going and doing it, you know? So if I didn't make the hundred, well, it's better to go and, and attempt it and, and not make it and then reset the goal and, and go again. But, yeah. um, rather you know, than sort of not turn up at the starting point. Yeah, I think so. Um, so I think you've got the, the kind of steps I always think of. You've got that dream, you've got that idea, you set the goal, um, you put a plan in there, and then you start taking action against that plan, which I was doing. I got a little bit wayward in the middle, but got kind of back on target near nearer the end. And then I guess, you know, that's where the, the kind of at the end, if you've done those things, it becomes reality and you're either going to reach that goal or you're going to reset and replan and then, you know, put a different deadline on that time. goal and, yeah, and do it another time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, it's never it's never failure. This sort of stuff is like you no. know, it's, it's work in progress, and you know you get there, get there eventually. I think so, but without mm-hmm. that, without that dream and that goal and that mm-hmm. plan, you probably wouldn't get halfway. You know, you wouldn't get halfway to where where you do eventually. And I think that's that's the but thing. If you're, ta- if you're talking about hundred miles without any kind of commitment, without any kind of goal, without any kind of dream. Um, Bearing in mind what you were saying about it was like five miles or ten miles previously in a week, yeah, you just don't stand any chance, do you? No, but, no, but, no. But, but it, no. Uh, I mean, it's good. It's good. I can remember that you know I, I, ra- I ran in the London Marathon. Yeah, yeah. In I can't remember when it was. It was the twenty fifth anniversary, but you know, eighteen months before then. Running two hundred yards, I was probably close to throwing up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. but but it is it's incredible what people can do, and I think you know, I think so, and I think for that, I think to, just to kind of give you a bit of background where I got to. I mean, with my my training plan, I, I didn't do the long runs that I'd planned. Um, so when I when I stepped up onto the line on uh, on the on the race at the uh, towards the start of October, my longest run had been thirteen miles in that last 15. nine months. Thirteen miles, yeah. Well, that's now. Just- that's just half a marathon. Yeah, it is. And now you're uh, just going to do 100. You're just going to do, yeah, almost four <laughs> marathons. And, and I, I kind of likened it to, to saying to someone, what's your longest run? And, and you sort of say, oh, three or four miles. Good. Let's go and do the marathon tomorrow. You know, you, 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 yeah. you're there. And it's that kind of comparison. Yeah. But although I hadn't done any really long runs, I was clocking up lots of miles. And I am, I am busy. I've got, I've got the IT consultancy that I work in. Um, I help my wife with her fitness business got two kids so what i was doing is lots of small runs um and i think for me um that's another thing with kind of goals and getting to where you want to be is sometimes the the consistency of action can be more important than the individual effort of of individual actions so being taking that action consistently yes i think can get you towards that goal and that definitely was the case with the 100 miler for me um 
you know, I was probably hitting some hundred mile weeks and some 90 to hundred mile weeks, but I wasn't able to sort of say to my wife on a, on a Saturday, see, ya, I'm off for seven hours to go and do a run, you know, because yeah. I needed to spend time with the family and the kids, but yes. you know, I'm an ordinary guy and I still got to that, that hundred mile finish line. Uh, you know, that so. is incredible. You've got the medal. You got the medal. <laughs> yeah. The slope, uh, yeah. I've know, got the, the, I've thing. Got the, uh, the sort of well, hey. uh, hundred miles, uh, whatever, whatever they call it, belt buckle. Awesome. On, on my desk but i think that yeah part of that is just sort of trying to inspire others that we're all busy you know we've all got lots going on but you can have those goals and you can you can put those actions and those steps in around what you're already doing it might mean that you've got to get up half an hour earlier or go to bed half an hour later or be really sort of critical on your time management but even some of those things where you know if you say to someone let's let's do 100 miles oh, i haven't got the time to train for that you know it seems like it's a really big thing to train for but you can fit that in it's the consistency of action for me that's more key than necessarily the big efforts so yeah i couldn't take out a whole day and go and do a run but i could do two short runs every day you know six seven days a week yeah um, i'd go out running with weight on to try and make the intensity harder you know all those types of things that you can do to sort of so the consistency of action will get you to that goal more importantly i think than you know okay i did a, i did a 50 miler but then I, I didn't run for three weeks because i was too busy you know so yeah, yeah. i i think that's key for people's goals it's looking at so that little plan and, and how often. consistent little, little and often and, yeah little yeah. and often yeah okay I so. and i think if you put it in the diary as well beforehand that's got to be the thing i think it, so yeah definitely yeah, and, 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 so it was all written down. There was a plan. It yeah. was a physical, physical plan. Yeah. But just lots of little bits along the way. Yeah, I think so. And, and also, incredible. you know, just kind of making it the default. There's no there's no other option, you know. So I, I wake up, I still wake up every day at 5.30 and I exercise whether I'm running or doing something else um, because that's the best time for me. You know, it's before the family's up. I've got mm -hmm. my time. Uh, and I can do that. And people are like, well, how do you wake up? I, I just wake up at 5.30 every day. I don't, often don't need the alarm. I'm up. And I think that's just because it's consistency. I've done it for long enough now that, you know, my body knows that I'm going to be awake and doing those things. And, you know, I think with exercise, people sort of, I, I suppose it's trying to inspire people to think of exercise a bit like the other daily functions that happen. You know, we all clean our teeth every day. And we don't all think, oh, I really don't want to clean my teeth today. But if you say to someone, get up every day and go for a 20-minute walk, you'll get that, oh, I really didn't feel like doing the 20-minute walk today. But you still cleaned your teeth. Yeah. And to me, they're, they're the same thing. They're the same. They have the same importance. Okay, take the 100-miler. We not, might not all be doing a 100-miler, but you know, we can all get up and do a 20-minute walk or do a, get up and do a 20-minute run or do something for, for 20 minutes a day. And I think it's trying to inspire people that those small actions every day or twice a day or every other day can add up to, to be big achievements, really. Well, I, I mean, I can see you here. You're looking pretty slim, right? You know, so you're obviously, I mean, I'm uh, 12 years older than you, so I'm, I, that's my excuse for carrying a couple of extra pounds. But you're looking pretty fit so there's there's another benefit there well i suppose living with claire who's a fitness <laughs> guru yeah we probably well, we probably of. spar off each other yeah, yeah we no, probably spar good. off each other i think i think yeah there's elements of of kind of that that goal setting that we do with clients in in her business in zigs mm -hmm. so again you know people aren't the client 
clientele that she has are not 100 mile runners. They're people that are trying to maybe, you know, uh, move better, uh, maybe complete a 5k, you know, those types of things. And, but they don't have that accountability. They don't, they don't go through that pro- process of setting the goal, you know, putting a plan there, taking the actions, you know, and then it becomes a reality that so you know, we're helping people on that basis. Also in my IT career, I can put parallels in place as a consultant. We go in, what are people looking to achieve? What's their goal? You know, we set, we set a goal and then, and then we look at, you know, what's the plan to get us there. And then we start taking action. But sometimes we don't think about that with personal goals. You know, we might do that every day in our sort of career or, or, or whatever else we do, but we don't take that as sort of, you know, what are my personal goals? And then, and then plan it out in the same way. But it's interesting because we do that in a structured way for, for sort of careers or jobs or professions, but we don't always take that into our personal life. That's, that's actually very, very interesting because, that yeah, there are so many people out there that have a structure already. And, that, you know, and as you say, well, I haven't got time to do this or, or you know, there's no motivation for me or um, I can't follow a plan. And yeah. yet day in, day out, in other parts of their lives, they are physically following a plan yeah, because they yeah. have to. Yeah. I think maybe the plan's sometimes given or, or, or forcibly put in front. So there's no yeah. choice, but I think that leads back to the goal setting, you know, by, by setting the goal, you, you give yourself no option. You know, for me, that hundred miler, I was go, I'm going to that hundred miler, you know, I'm paid, I'm signed up. I'm going, whether I've completed my plan or not completed my plan, you know, and I didn't, the plan didn't go perfectly, but I'm still going. So in my mind, sometimes, you know, when I'm, I get up in the morning and I'm going out and doing something, if I've got that goal in mind, I'm thinking I need to do this because when I'm doing that hundred miler, if I don't do this now, how much more difficult is that hundred miler going to be? You know, so you, you, you're working back from that, that goal, yes. but because it's there, it's not changing. It's not going to move. You know, I mean, I guess the only thing that might have moved it if, if the race couldn't happen, Yes. to be honest, if the race couldn't happen, I may have just gone and run a hundred, I may have just mapped out. 100 miler and gone around 100 miler because i think if that goal shifts too much then again then you sort of slide into well what's my motivation i think motivation sometimes is easy to just you know just disintegrate but with a goal there you know that's giving you the kick that's interesting because um i'm i'm sort of doing the three peaks challenge for charity that i'm a chair of board of trustees and it was going to be last september yep it was moved to May. It's now moved to later on in the year, and it's like, oh, that's a relief. Don't have yeah. to, you know, I don't have to do any training yet. But yeah. but it's probably the wrong. Well, from just what you said there, that is the wrong thing. I need to. I I do need to get out there. But now I you almost need everybody. to assume it's still going to happen. You yeah, know, you almost need yeah. to assume it's going to yeah. still happen myself, because in a way, the goals moved now, isn't it? The goals shifted. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, but get myself ready to... for May. Yeah, I was imagining that I was doing three peaks in May and then, you know, start the work. Because what's yeah. going to happen? I'm just going to be fitter for September or October when it is. Exactly. Yeah, yeah. And, yeah. I, and I guess, you know, by then you may be setting a higher, a higher goal because you realise that you can achieve so much more. And I think that's, that's the other thing with, with setting goals and then reaching them. You then sort of start to go, oh, if I can do this, I can do this you know and also it gives you that i think it gives you that level of confidence whatever arena that's in you know um you know i'm not running marathon i haven't i haven't run it that distance since october and probably the longest run i've done since october is probably about 11 miles again mm-hmm. um, but if you said to me tomorrow let's go out and run a marathon you know i'd go out and run it because i know i've run it before 
You know, yes. And I think yeah. a lot of these things are mental. They're not physical. And it's your confidence. If you've done something before, you believe you can do it again. But if you've never done something, it's, it's, it's harder to get that belief there. And yeah, I guess you have to work on that a little bit harder. But once you're there, the platform kind of just sets you just set yourself up higher with another goal, I guess, or at least you've got that confidence that you can operate at this level should you need to. Yeah. Okay. So I've asked previous guests, big, hairy, audacious goals. Now, I mean, you know, a hundred miler run, that's pretty big. It's hairy. It's audacious. But Gaz, is there anything else that you're aiming at? forward i mean yeah definitely like definitely. me that needs something to <laughs> i do you know, i do to, to get out and do the fitness so what 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 well, i think what we do i think up? i think that's where the goal is important because it makes us do that so at the moment i haven't got goals set you know so to me they're still just dreams and ideas okay. i think sometimes when you've done something quite big you go into that period for me you go into a period of maybe a few months where you're just like okay i'm just gonna just gonna chill and i'm just gonna wait to see what what really resonates with being the next goal. And I'm probably in that phase at the moment, but I have got ideas and dreams in my head. So I know some of those, you know, and I can share, share some of those. Do you want to share? Yeah. Them so yeah. That we can so hold you accountable, come back in a year's time. Yeah. So well, did you yeah. Do that? Well, at the moment, they're only dreams. They're not goals. Yeah, so no, that's uh, fine. I'm not going to, but yeah, things like um, there's a race in America called the Badwater 135. So it's 135 miles through the, uh, through the Badwater Desert. Um, again, it's kind of single stage race, so it's uh, it's longer than I've ever done, but it's also extremely difficult because of the heat. Nutter. Yeah, no, yeah. Um, <laughs> getting back to some some maybe mountain trekking because I haven't done that for for a while. So I'd I'd like to go and climb the highest mountain in South America, which is uh, a mountain called Aconcagua um in argentina border of argentina and chile um and then i've got other long races like the ultra trail de mont blanc which is in france um again it's more than 100 miles but it's also up and down some of the, the highest mountains in europe um so again it's another it's another level above it's on I'm the not, list it's, it's on, on the list. list it's on the dream yeah. list it's not been set as a goal yet but um okay. my wife also wants to do sort of some some really long distance uh mountain bike across europe as well so that it might be a joint one that comes in next rather than just sort of my own personal one. But again, some of those are a little bit restricted at the moment with the whole kind of travel situation. Well, so there's a travel, but also the two children, you know, you know, you get carry one on your back and then one on the back of the bike or, or you know, yeah, grandma, yeah. grandpa going to be finding that they've got two, two youngsters to look after <laughs> for a month. You say that, and uh, I think it was—I think it was Father's Day either last year or the year before—and I did a 10k with one of the children on my back, and um, <laughs> I certainly wasn't last, but I was towards the end of the pack. And as I was getting towards Fair the finish, dish. someone shouted at me, "Happy Father's Day from your son on your back," you know. And uh, I think he was about sort of two at the time, so he weighed a good a good eight kilograms. Yeah, um, And he was actually asleep on my back. So I was, I was actually trying not to wake him up as I ran, which is an added <laughs> challenge. But, but yeah, also challenge. inspiring that's them. Challenge. Also inspiring them. Um, you know, I think that's that's a key part of it as being a father. So my, my eldest son first ran 5K when he was three years old. Right, um, okay. Which, again, when people say to me, I can't run 5K, my answer is normally you don't think you can run 5k and you might not be able to run 5k now, but you can run 5k. A three-year-old can run 5k. Um, he, he, you know, he did 5k in, in 30 minutes by the time he was five and yeah, he climbed, he climbed uh, penny fan. If you know penny fan yeah, yeah. in Wales, uh, I think he was four and a half, five when he did that. Um, so again, I think an age is an interesting one. Cause I remember when I was in my twenties and I was starting to do a lot of stuff like this and people said, Oh, you won't be doing that in your thirties. And then when I was in my thirties, people were saying, Oh, you won't be doing that in your forties. And now I'm in my forties. People are saying, Oh, you won't be doing that in your fifties. And I'm thinking, 
are you so sure because i see a lot of older guys still doing these things and you know i'm not going to limit my my mind to think that uh i can't be doing them when age is just a number isn't it that's what they say yeah, I think so. There was a there's a guy called Marco Olmo um, when I did the Marathon de Sables. He was in his mid to late sixties, and he finished in the top thirty in the Marathon de Sables. Um, right. Yeah, that's going. So, yeah, never say you know, never. It, yeah, exactly. Uh, but I think for me, it's also about maintaining that lifestyle with my children. You know, I've got I've got another ten to fifteen to twenty years of wanting to run around with them. You know, my son who's six, I think it was last year, his teacher. It would have been the year before did the London Marathon. He said to me, can I run the London Marathon with you, Dad? And I was thinking, all right, how old do you have to be to run the London Marathon? So I looked at him, I said, you need to be 18, son. And he said, yep, yeah, yeah, we'll do it when I'm 18. And I was thinking, right, that's about 12 to 13 years away. <laughs> right, okay, that's doable. I'll be, I'll be okay. mid-50s to, to yeah, late 60s. Yeah. Hey, you know, sorry, why to not? Late 50s, so. Why not? Yeah. Get on his 18th or as close to his 18th so it makes it easy yeah. for you. <laughs> I think so. I think the other thing is is kind of trying to trying to be around people that that are doing those goals or, or association i know power of association oh absolutely and you know actually now is a really good time because you can't go and spend time with your friends who are maybe not doing some of the things that you want to do but you can connect with those people you can listen to podcasts you know you can you can watch videos on youtube you can you can have those people in your ear for a large percentage of your time um, yes. And that's definitely something I do. I do listen to podcasts, audio books, and um, that format works well for me because I can be looking after the kids at the same time and doing other stuff with the kids at the same time. Um, but again, that that helps you start to think. Well, if that guy can do it, you know, okay, I might not be as fast as him, but surely I can. What's different about me? I'm just a human like he is. Absolutely, uh, and that's uh, that. That I think is a perfect position there. Just to um, yeah, he's just a human being. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and and that's all we all are really and age is just a number so gary thank you very much um for joining me today if there's anything you know i i, I don't know are you looking for new it clients and stuff like that we can add your data in there uh, if anybody, you know if not, not got massively a, i mean i guess no, you're doing okay I, there i guess i guess because the thing I guess because the theme's more around kind of uh, exercise that I've talked yeah. about. If you know, I, I do work with my wife's business where we're helping people to kind of sometimes even just kind of get up and move around a lot better and, and maybe get to that where they can walk for 30 minutes or they can run a 5k or whatever that yeah, definitely. Um, she's got the ability to help people do that. We'll put her details in again. Yeah, the, definitely. And, and, then, you know, and you know, anything you may be that... coaching with me because sometimes I do coach her clients as well. Um, I'm qualified as a personal trainer. So excellent. Yeah. That's yeah. great. And well, I'll thanks. be holding you accountable for your three peaks as well. Yes, thank you very much. Thank you for oh, listening to this week's and, Goals and, Do Come yeah, True. In, in if you want to be held accountable, email your list of goals to Doug at DougBennett.co.uk and to find out about my latest talks and upcoming book, visit Doug's We'll catch up again soon, right? Take care. All right. Take care, Doug. Bye.